Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What is up, everybody? Welcome into another edition of the Sean Salisbury Show right here on the Believe Network. We got a ton to talk about. We have the NFL draft. Got the big signing of Lamar Jackson and what that means and what they did for him on the field, who they gave him in the NFL draft, I think is going to play huge dividends there. Aaron Rodgers trade finally happens. Um, and he's already brought a bunch of buddies with him from Green Bay to New York. We'll talk about that. And then we had the draft. It started with a bang with the Texans doing what they did. I'll tell you about that. And then we were just kind of talking about before we started this, the NBA playoffs. I mean, I'm all in on the NHL playoffs. Watching Boston lose was awesome because you know what? I say about the Bruins, I was going to say fuck Boston, but it's not so much about your Red Sox or right, or even right. the Patriots, but the Bruins, they're just, they suck. So yeah, I was as a Blackhawks guy, I got to understand why you're saying it's sick. Yeah, I mean, guy, that's it, a, right, you can't like Boston if you're a Blackhawks right. guy. You are. So, I mean, that, that was just a delight watching them blow that late lead, just like they did to the Blackhawks in the Stanley Cup finals so many years ago. And Florida, the eight seed, beats the record-setting Bruins. That was awesome. Um, but the NBA It'll be a just, long off season in Boston for the oof. well. They've got all these other sports to still enjoy. The Celtics got a chance to win the whole thing. Red Sox and Patriots. I mean, who who knows about how that season's going to go? But they got the Boston Bruins. They're they're going to catch a lot of flack in Boston, and you know it's a long off season when the expectations were Stanley Cup or bust after that regular season. Six. Right, right, for sure. But you know this this narrative I'm hearing from Boston fans of of no one's had it harder than Boston fans over the last like two decades. I just want to say, fuck off. The Bruins have won. The Patriots have won. The Red Sox have won. I mean, who else am I forgetting in there? The Celtics have won. Just shut the fuck up. Like there are cities that (laughs) have had, I mean, yes, I know they had the perfect season go down in flames with the Patriots. I know the Red Sox, you know, Early on in the 2000s, couldn't get over that hump, but then they did, and they've won multiple championships. And then the Patriots were a dynasty. So just shut up, Boston fans. Take your loss and go away. I can't say I can't think of a city that has been a better, more um, winning city, honestly, with all the teams involved. Even if that means getting to the playoffs and not winning like the Boston Bruins do or getting, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. what a joy it was to watch their entire regular season. If you're a Boston fan, damn, it's record setting, right? Mm-hmm. Now, the way it ends may be worse than the way it went through the regular season because of our expectations. Right. But Boston, the last decade and a half to two decades, has been as successful sports-wise as any city in sports and it's Quite frankly, Sags, it may not be close considering yeah, not just no. once or twice. I'm going year after year. Somebody's in the hunt. Yeah. Now, if you're talking about, listen, other stuff like going, you lose Brady, stuff that's more important, like the Boston Marathon stuff. That right. Was, right. For sure. That yeah, stuff yeah. that I, I'm putting, no question, but that I can look at, you know, Houston, been through Hurricane Harvey. There's, mm-hmm. there's been, you, the, 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 there's crime in cities. There's, so everybody off the field and listen. But yeah, when it comes to that stuff, there is no doubt that was devastating that people will never get over. But when it comes right. to just straight sports and sports fans, I don't think a lot of people feel sorry for the city of Boston and their success. They've kicked ass. So it's not the, oh, uh, Shags, you went through it in Chicago for a while when you had the Bears and the Blackhawks. 
and the Bulls. I mean, it was like, good gracious, right? And then the, the Cubs have snuck their win in in the last handful of years. So yep. even though you're a White Sox guy and you've had some success, so Sox point, got one. Let's, let's yeah, that's why I said they Sox, had some, yeah, they got they it got though. One. They, they got yep. it. So point is, is that you know what it's like at times to be a spoiled Chicago sports mm-hmm. fan because you win. <clears throat> and Philly has had that in the past, right? Yep. Los Angeles has had some of that. There's a lot of them that didn't get any of it. So no, right. I ain't feeling one damn. And I, you know how I love, dude. I, that's like. You know how I am with my Red Sox, and I love that. And our buddy, our guy, Brian Barrett, who we love, yep. and we love Red. But it's also fun to hate on him a little bit. Like if you're a Chicago Blackhawks fan, say, got him, right? Yep. So, I mean, but, uh, uh, and Florida's playing out their ass. And this Toronto-Florida series is going to yeah, be ma- just, just pretty magical. Game so, one. Yep. And my dogs, see, my dogs are even barking. He's Why is excited. Boston complaining about that, right? So be interesting to see how this ends up going for them, the rest of the Red Sox and and uh, NBA season, but their Celtics got a real chance. They're damn good. They though. do. They really do. They are a very good team with Tatum. And, hey, uh, stop. Sorry, sir. <laughs> dog's going crazy. Yep. All right, before we get to Lamar Jackson, Aaron Rodgers, as always, we're brought to you by Bet Online. Yeah, Bet Online AG is your number uh, .ag, should I say, is your number one source for all your basketball info, stats, news, and scores. We've been talking little bit about playoff type sports and well basketball's going on get the layoff uh, the latest odds and lines including the latest player reports for this year's pro basketball playoffs bet online is always your sports information headquarters this season as you've covered and we've all covered for all the sports wagering needs basketball hockey MLB um, NHL as we mentioned the hockey right uh, to the UFC and boxing roll right in we got it all covered for you and bet online is the latest and easiest way to get your betting info including the betting options your favorite casino and card games and you can play right from your home um right then and there you don't even have to get up and go and head to the website today or use your mobile device to get in on the action be sure to use your promo code believe that's b-l-e-a-v believe to receive your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit bet online it's where the game starts that's betonline.ag as always, thank you to Bet Online. All right, Lamar finally got paid five years, $260 million, 185 guaranteed. We knew this was coming when Jalen Hurts signed. Like it, it was yep. just a no brainer. This was the structure of the contract go up a little bit, which they did in money. And he got a little bit more um, for total, got a little bit more for guarantee. And this is just what happens. So it paid off for Lamar, but they still had to go through all this bullshit of Lamar talking to the media, then the Ravens talking to the media. And it was just something that, I mean, it wasn't too much more than what the Ravens reportedly offered what last season. So, I mean, it's not like Lamar can, you know, pump his fist and be like, yeah, see, I told you guys like, no, this is basically what they offered. Yeah. You got a tiny bit more, but that's because of what Jalen hurts signed for with the Eagles. So, I mean, it's just a shame that both sides had to go through all the bullshit of tearing each other down, basically, to then talk about rumors of him leaving and going somewhere else or allowing it to get to the point where a team could have signed him if they really wanted to, to a, to an offer sheet that the, the Ravens may not have, have matched. So right. it's just, it's sad that it had to get to that point, but he got paid, he's worth it, and then they went out, they've got him Odell Beckham Jr. They went out in the first round, got him Zay Flowers from Boston College, who's going to be a monster out of the slot. He's set up for success in the passing game better than he has because he's still got Rashad Bateman, who 
can be a very good wide receiver when healthy. And then Mark Andrews, who's one of really the good. best tight ends in football. Yeah, agreed, Sags. I, I I don't know why you have to 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 wade through bullshit for both sides to win. Right. You know what I'm saying? But the longer it goes, and even if at times it's media generated and, and created, but then everybody buys into it because that's just the way it is. And you know, whether it's Lamar or whether it's the Ravens, I don't believe either one. Now, Lamar, had he have been traded to a team he wanted to go to, maybe, I guess. I don't believe the Ravens didn't. I, I believe, and Hurts, you said it, but I thought the odds of him staying there all along were high. I didn't think yeah. you don't do these guys just don't land in your lap and you decide in the prime of their career, let's jettison him and let him walk for two first round picks. It may not be any good. That's just the way it's at some point. Maybe we'll get to a point where the salary cap doesn't count for QB. So you can afford other parts of your roster. Who knows? Maybe that's part of why you're the GMs, why you got to be a right. brilliant GM and coaching staff to work around that. But uh, this, this is not a surprise. You knew he was going to get paid and you knew he was going to be the highest. And guess what? For Lamar's camp, Burrow's going by you. Just understand oh, yeah. he's going to go by you because he's next and he's a great player. And that, and it, like, like I said, and then the next one, when Herbert, depending on his, he, he's going to get in the same range, same area. He just is. So, but Burrow's going to be the highest paid player. And this is great for Lamar. We've talked about it. He's deserved it. He's a great player. Now, Segs, the pressure goes up on him, and I'm a fan. I'm a, I'm a big fan. Yep. He's elevated his play. He's got now an – and we, we didn't even mention Todd Munkin, who is a right. great yeah, offensive right. coordinator, and you added him to the, to, the, to the mix. And I assure you, whatever the maximum that, that Lamar has in his tank as a runner and a thrower, we're going to find it with Todd Munkin as his coordinator. I, I think that's the, one of the sneakiest offensive hires or hires player or coach this entire offseason, Segs. I do – I think it's going to benefit them. And I thought that, you know, and, and I thought that they were well coached even before that. So I think this is a really good hire. And you knew he was going to get paid, but you're right. Wading through bullshit to get to something where in the end, everybody's going to be happy. Just hopefully there's no grudges and you go about your business. And apparently the way they paid him and they went out and got him players like Zay Flowers and they, they, they're, they're all in all the time, which is a smart move by Baltimore and I believe smart by Lamar. But the pressure goes up, Segs. He's no yep. when you're 260 million. Guess what? You're not. You're not allowed to just be a playoff guy. Yep. 260 million says <clears throat> it's Super Bowl or we're disappointed. And he's been Keep a an bad playoff quarterback. Damn right. And it's got to be fixed because I can pay seventh round picks to get me to the playoffs. It's hard, you know. I can deal with that, and not all the time. But you can't. I can't win Super Bowls with average players, and I can't continue to trust in an organization that or a quarterback or put him in one of the all-time greats if he doesn't elevate. Unfortunately, you got to have players around him, and they got him. But and it's a, it, we put it as a quarterback stat, and it's not, but it, it, but it is, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. We don't never say it when it's about the right guard. It's the quarterback. Right. So the pressure goes up, and when you make $260 million and a, about 200 of it guaranteed, whatever it is, we don't expect you just to get to the first round of the playoffs. You better win, and you better go deep, and you better be playing in February. Especially when you look at this AFC with Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, Watson, Herbert, Rogers, Tua, and now Aaron Rodgers, who was traded to the Jets finally. And the Packers did really well in the trade, I thought. They, they, they swapped first-round picks, so the Packers moved up two spots. They got 42, uh, got a later pick, and then they get a – second round pick that's conditional on him playing if he plays over 65 percent of the snaps this season right it's a first round pick so um 
I, I thought Green Bay did really well here. Aaron Rodgers, they already had signed Alan Lazard. Um, in the past uh, day or so, they've brought in Randall Cobb and Billy Turner, both from Green Bay. And right. let's not forget, like, you know, Baltimore bringing in Todd Munkin. They have Nathaniel Hackett, who's been with Aaron Rodgers in years past in Green Bay as the offensive coordinator. So looking at this Jets team and where they sit, how do you think they compare to Buffalo, to Miami in that division? Just looking at that division right now. Say it's a hell of a point. And what is it? I'll tell you what's not shocking news. The Randall Cobb's a jet. Okay. No, yeah. I mean, it require just, breaking news. I'm not saying you, I saw the breaking news. I know I thought, yeah, no, this isn't, this is, this is, it may be new news, but it isn't breaking because right. we all expected it to happen. Um, because I think roster-wise, listen, you know what kept them back from making the playoffs last year is they didn't have an offense or quarterback to get them there. Right. In truth, you think about it. Um, so this obviously closes the gap. You're getting a Hall of Fame player who, in the playoffs, we would argue that is underachieved because he hasn't been to Super Bowls more than – hasn't won more than one. Once again, we put it on the quarterback in Aaron Rodgers. This is the best quarterback talent-wise. Now, I understand what Joe Namath meant. You know how I feel about Broadway, mm-hmm. Joe. This is the best quarterback the Jets have ever had. Say it, it, it just is. Say, you can go through all the lists. Oh, for sure. This is the best one. So, Better than Chad yeah, Pennington? Maybe. Okay. Just a hunch. Just a hunch. Just a little bit. Chad was good, but yeah. I Especially would say arm I would strength. Say, it was probably right. Chad. Yeah, a little bit. Okay, yeah. just a little bit. Um, But <laughs> I think well-coached. Hackett will do better with Aaron than he did with Aaron, oh, with yeah. Russ because not only is he not the head coach, they they already know what you're getting with Russ, with you know he doesn't have to worry about pandering to Russ Wilson. He knows what he's getting because he's seen mm-hmm. how Aaron is in the building. Um, they've closed the gap, Sigs. I think Buffalo's still the best team. Now I would love if Buffalo, if if you're Buffalo, if you somehow would have gotten a bell cow running back that you love or got into the Derrick Henry or found a way to do what Atlanta did and get B. John Robinson or a, a, a you know, a, a Gibbs type, right? Is it, I is still it think from... that that Derrick Henry situation is something to monitor as we go through uh, into towards June and all that. I would I, agree. I, I would not be shocked to see that deal happen. At some I'm point. not, I, if, I, I would not throw that out one bit because I don't buy that that's closed and shut. I'm with you, but they're still the best team. Yes. I think Miami's talent matches anybody Ooh. in the division. Yeah. I, matter of fact, they may have the best all-around roster. <laughs> From to, honest to God, they may. Now, offensively, even, here's the difference. Advantage Allen, advantage Rodgers, and Tua. Now, listen, we know skill set-wise, those two have got a higher skill, a higher ceiling yeah. as a skill set. But within what they're doing and Mike McDaniel, uh, Mike McDaniel does, Tua was an MVP candidate for – well, when he was healthy the whole time mm-hmm. until he got hurt. So if his if concussions don't become a problem, weapons grow. There's no reason for me to believe that two is not going to put up a, a, another big season. Right. But still, I think that that's where Rodgers and they close the gap a little bit, even though I think three teams could make the playoffs from this division. Right. I think going to December, the division will still be open. And three teams will be in contention, two of them wild cards to be in the playoffs. The Jets definitely got better, and I think that uh, talent-wise they can compete, and their quarterback, and it will not shock me if he plays like an MVP guy because he's a scorekeeper. 
And he'll want everybody in Green Bay and the NFL to know, see, I told you who I am. Mm -hmm. And he's been able to do that in the past. We're only a year removed from the guy being the back-to-back MVP. So here we go. They got better. Yes. Yeah. One thing to remember that I think a lot of fans forget or people forget is Miami went out and got Jalen Ramsey. So yeah. not only do I, they have Xavier right. Howard, who's just a badass cornerback, they have Jalen Ramsey now and, and that defense, they've added Jalen Ramsey. And then they added Bradley Chubb last year at the deadline. I mean, that defense has a chance to take Jalen Phillips as a guy to watch this year as he takes that next step as a young player off the edge. I mean, they're dangerous on defense Thanks, I'm and offensively. You, we know what Waddle and Hill do, right? They should be able to prevent more points and even score what they were doing anymore. Cause Another year in the system tells me quarterbacks should be better, right? Right. You get another, and receivers know they are, they don't have to take a backseat to anybody talent wise. Now you got to be lucky with injuries, and the quarterback has to stay healthy. He doesn't have to be Rodgers or, or Allen. He's got to be who he was the first handful of weeks, of the, you know, the first 10 weeks of the season or whatever it was. Yeah. It, it, and the other thing for Miami, they brought back Mostert, they brought back Jeff Wilson Jr., and they went out and got Devin Ashane from Texas A&M. So you want to talk about speed? And he can frigate. Man, he's got he's got freak show speed, dude. Yeah, we talked I mean, about him here. Uh, he, he may be the fastest guy in the NFL. He can compete right. with any of them. He's that fast. And, and two might be Raheem Mostert for fastest yeah, he, guy in the he, NFL. He, yeah, so, well, Tyreek Hill ain't going to finish far behind them either, Exactly. Right? He, and they have three Waddle guys to finish in the top and, five. They got the 4 by 100 team on their <laughs> roster. Yeah, it, it's it's incredible. So, And this is year two of Mike McDaniel getting that offensive line kind of more because we all know he wants to run the ball with yes, the speed and, and set it up the way he does. So it'll be interesting. That division is going to be fascinating to watch. All right, jumping to the NFL draft. Bryce Young went one to the Carolina Panthers, just like we all thought would happen and said would happen Two, that was the pick. Everyone was like, okay, is it going to be Will Levis? Is it going to be Anthony Richardson? Is it going to be CJ Stroud? Do they go Will Anderson? They went CJ Stroud, I think in the right decision. Then things got real interesting. Houston came back, traded a lot to get to three, to take Will Anderson, who was reportedly a favorite of new head coach, D'Amico Ryan's. What was your initial reaction to the trade of what they gave up. They gave up a one next year. They gave up 12. They gave up 33 and then a three next year. That's a lot to give up to go get a defensive player. What was your initial reaction? And then what was your reaction Monday morning on your show? Once you had, or, fr- or Friday morning, excuse me, when you had time to let the simmer, right? Yeah. Let it to settle in and, ma- and marinate. Um, my initial reaction was I friggin' love it. Because on my show, this isn't a pat on the back. For about a week going into that on my morning show in Houston on iHeart, I had said, I'm not overly intrigued with the second pick. I think I, I, I'm i pretty secure that a quarterback should be the guy, even though there's been a lot of talk. right? Yeah, just like the people that said Will Levis was going first and he ends up in the second round. Yeah. So it's all, all that talk. It ends up going when you got to turn your voting card in when you got to put a name on the piece of paper, you say, if my career is on the line, where am I smartest to go? Bryce Young, CJ Stroud. Stroud. Two yes. of the four best players in college football the last two years by production on the field. For sure. And you cannot argue it. Matter of fact, the other one would be would be Will Anderson mm-hmm. and probably Stetson Bennett, considering yeah. considering what he, yeah. what he, I mean. MVP what he's done. I'm not talking about I'm talking about what he's done, right? The be, best production. Well, 
<laughs> sex for me, I loved it. And I'm going to tell you why. And I want you to look at it from a different perspective. So I had been saying that's the 12th pick that I think that it's going to be different. And I had said on my show, I said, what I would do is I would package 12 with a first-round pick, depending on when they'd take it. And I would work my ass up. And I would have given a three. The one that got me, which I'll get to, was that 33rd pick because there's a part of me that wanted to package that, get back in the first round with all their assets, when all was said and done, get a third first-round pick and a home-run hitting wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Although Tank's a good player at University of Houston, yeah. you saw his production. Uh, yeah, right. You get my point. That size, man. Yeah, that's that exactly. So with that, Segs, I, I thought that they could move on that. I suggested they trade the three to get quarterback and Will Anderson. But here's why I think people are looking at this wrong. I don't believe deep down whatever you hear. I believe they had the second, the third pick secured before they made the second pick, and I'm going to tell you why. If they did not make that trade, I'm not sure Will Anderson isn't the second pick. I'm being serious. And then the focus shifts to Hendon Hooker. Okay, I'm just telling right. you, that's there's a big part of me that believes this. I believe they've been working on it. And you remember how, of all the teams in the league, they were one of the more hush-hush teams on the yep. planet. A typical Belichick move, which is Nick Casario, you know, uh, one of his pupils from New England. Yeah. So I thought I'm sitting here. I don't care when they say, oh, trade's coming down. I think this was in the works, and they knew they were going to pull it off. Because why not? Then you say, well, why didn't they take Will Anderson second, C.J. Stroud third? I'm going to tell you why. Because if you're Arizona and you had already made the second pick and it was Will Anderson, if I'm Arizona, I say, oh, you're going to trade this far to get a quarterback? I need more than even what you gave me for Will Anderson. You get my yeah. point, six. So I almost look at it as a package thing that you really gave up all that to another first-rounder to make sure you could secure the quarterback, even though it wasn't Bryce Young, who was their number one priority, had he right. not have gone first. So, yes, and then the next day I thought, okay, I'm a little taken aback by the second pick. The 33rd pick mattered to me because, that, in essence, that's a first-round pick mm-hmm. in truth. But I love that Sags, when people say, well, what about the assets next year? Here's my thought. They're not finishing first or second in the draft this year. So they're not. They're better than that. Matter of fact, they're the second. They're the second best team in the division as we sit today, with, with what they did this offseason. At Tunsil mm-hmm. and Adam Shaq Mason, they're the on paper the second best team in this division. The other one's got a quarterback issue in Indy. They're going to play a guy who needs experience, and then they got to go to Tennessee, who they're not even sure who their quarterback is, right. and their talent on offense is limited. So for me, I think they're the second best team to Jacksonville on paper. Now, who knows? They're not picking first or second, so they're not getting Marvin Harrison Jr., and they're sure as hell not getting Caleb Williams, and they don't want him now. Well, I take that back. If you did finish yeah, first, right. then we got a conversation to have. But so, Segs, with that, when people say, well, why, why would you get up an asset? Well, I'm getting two of the four, three, three or four best players in college football. Both could be rookies of the year on each side of the ball like you saw with the Jets this year because mm-hmm. both are going to play the entire time. Right. And you're getting guys that Will Anderson, had he been the first, had he been eligible last year, would have been taken ahead of Trayvon Walker. He'd have been the first sure. pick of last year's draft. Right? Yep. He, and Hutchinson or him. And now next year, both these guys would have been top five picks. So to me, I, I'm willing to give up an asset, a what if, for getting two of the four best players in college football. Heck, Caleb Williams, you put his name in there, for, but he's not draft eligible. To get it. So you gave up a price, but says, you know, in order to get the fruit, you got to go out on a limb. Mm-hmm. And I don't think this is a big limb. I think it's a smart one. I loved it both days and I still do. 
Yeah, I, I I get everything you're saying, and I liked that they had the balls to make the move to go aggressive. Sags, you and, were here. They yeah. were never aggressive. <laughs> never, ever. never. Other than the Watson trade up, they've never been aggressive. They've yeah. kind of just, you know, kind of stood pat. They they had balls to the wall, and I think D'Amico Ryan's has a lot to do with that because he wants to win immediately. Yes, and, and I agree. The the problem I look at is you're still a team that has so many needs because yep. I mean. Like you say, they may be the second best team on paper in the division, but they're still maybe bottom four in the AFC. They may be top seven in the draft. If they would have given up the Cleveland pick instead of their pick, Mm -hmm. I would have been like, bravo, that's an awesome trade. I just did that, that giving up their pick is something I looked at and say, okay, would you rather have had Nolan Smith at 12? And then you get a say you're at seven. Would you rather have Nolan Smith and Brock Bowers or Olu Fashanu, the big left tackle from Penn State, or you know, just one of those guys? That's right. kind of the way I'm looking I see at that it. That argument, yeah. Will Anderson to me has to be, I don't want to say Hall of Fame worthy, but damn near close. That you're like, okay, this guy's on a projection to be Defensive Player of the Year, and and that's the type of player is, and maybe he will be. But if you're you're a team that gives up that much, and like you said, the thirty third pick hurt as well. He's got to be, yeah. 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 Nick Casario put his job on the line with that trade. Well, seriously, Sags, he put his job on. He hired D'Amico Ryan's. If they fail in three years, he's he's out anyway. Right. So he had to hitch himself to that. He had to hitch himself to the quarterback, and then he had to hitch himself. I believe that Will Anderson was so loved by D'Amico Ryan's, it would have damn well mattered what Nick Casario right. said, in my opinion. So with that sake, I know for me, if you and I were in a front office together, you're the coach and I'm the GM, I would have come to you or vice versa and said, mm-hmm. I don't pick guys second or third to just be starters right. or be oh, really sure. good. I expect them to be wearing a mustard-colored jacket. Now, I know they don't always come to fruition, but Pro Bowls, get us. I mean, I expect them to impact us early, often, and long. A decade, I'll see you guys in 2033. Mm-hmm. When I draft two and three, that's what I expect. Now, it doesn't always yeah. happen, as we see. That's why it's not an exact science. But I, I, I believe that sometimes you have to do that. And you're right, they do need. But, Sakes, let me go back over this. you got an offensive line that people don't realize they were in the top third of, like, sacks. They were pretty good. Line. They were better than we thought. Pierce has got a chance to be special, and he was a fourth-round pick. Petrie's a pro bowler waiting to happen. Yep. If Stingley can stay on the field, we saw him as a freshman at LSU. He was one of the best players on the field in that national championship run that with Burrow on the, on the team. They've got – now you add Will Anderson. You've got two other first-rounders and Titus Howard and Kenyon Green on the front. Uh, you know, and you're down, guys. On you drafted line, yeah. a center. You've got Nico Collins, you hope. Mechie, who would have been a first-round pick had he not got hurt, supposed to come back. So you start to see, Segs, at every position, they could pop out of this thing with four pro bowlers next year and two rookies of the year candidates. I know there's a lot of ifs. But for me, I want the one in the hand, and I think I don't think there's an outside edge rusher that you're going to draft next year or linebacker that Will Anderson isn't as good as. Yeah. Now, quarterback, I don't know. Is Drake May going to be better now? I don't know. Caleb Williams is clearly the best player, but I don't think they're going to be that bad. So you are taking a flyer, and you have hitched your wagon, and you gave up a lot. And, yes, the 33rd pick and the extra first-round pick. But, Segs, you know that sometimes when you're three players away or four players away from being four players away, Maybe those two players are better than four others you might have got next year. So I don't blame them for doing it because I actually think they had to have the quarterback for a lot of reasons. And then they felt they got the best player not named 
Well, let me ask you this. If there's not a quarterback in this draft, who's the first pick? Oh, it's Will Anderson. So you expect Sags, and what do I say? Do you like him or do you love him? They obviously love both of these cats, and that's why they yeah. did what they could. And you and I both know that if you're the first pick in the draft, I expect him to play like Bruce Smith, don't you? Yes, he has and to. It, 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 he that, has that's to. exactly right. There you go. It's like Lamar <laughs> has to go to Super Bowl 250, 260 million. You got, you got to win one. You expect him to hit the ground running and play like a first pick of the draft, yeah. even though he's a third, because outside the quarterbacks, he would have been picked first. In his early years, he has to do what Nick Bosa was doing in that defense. He has to, he has to do what the dude in what our guy Mike Michael Parsons did is doing. Yes, yes, that kind no, of disruption. That's yep. who he has to be. No yep, doubt about that's it. That's who he has to be. All right, looking. Who was your favorite draft? If maybe just looking at the first round, and you know, because that's you get deep into it, it's a little different. But look, who was your favorite draft in the first round? The, the team wise, segs. Yeah, team wise. I, I'm. I was. I tell you, a few of them. I, I included Lamar in it, but Zay Flowers could catch 90 yeah. balls in the next two or years. And having, I think, Lamar, that kind of attitude, I kind of threw him in there. Mm-hmm. I think they did the right thing. Um, teams that stick out, I, I say some will argue. See, some have the Texans as a, a why they do it, and others have mm-hmm. it as a huge win. I'm leaning on the side, and I'm a Raider fan, so you know me. Saying, mm-hmm. I'm just being honest and transparent. Yep. I love what they do because you got two dominant players. I, I give I, The Texans had an A to me. Because you can judge it three years from now overall if it was an A. Well, they gave up too much. But on the surface from the draft, just the two guys up front give you an A, in my opinion. Um, I thought the other two teams, I think Carolina did a hell of a job throughout the offseason. I think they've given themselves a chance and they drafted the right guy. I thought the Colts did a decent job. Two teams that stick out even more, I think Philadelphia adding Nolan Smith and adding Jalen Carter to the defensive side. And then trading for Swift, do they? Mm-hmm. They Howie Roseman has done one hell of a job yeah. after what happened to piece together, even with some losses this off season, right? And they love Georgia players, needless to say. But Segs, it's hard. I think Seattle was off the charts. Yeah, they that's, resisted that's... the temptation to draft a quarterback at five because they were impressed with Geno and they should have been, and they did the right thing and paid him, and they went out and got themselves a corner. Right, the corner, yep, and then they got Jack. Right, who's going to start immediately? Pete loves that position, and Jackson Smith, the Jigba, to go with Lockett and Metcalf, and you got so you can do it. This team, to me, talk about the bargain you got. They got everything that they bargained for, and they did a great job. And they're crushing the Denver Broncos situation by getting all those assets <laughs> yep. after making a stupid move to trade for Jamal Adams and yep. give up two ones for him. They made up for it. I thought Seattle was near the top of the list. I thought they were fantastic. Yeah, I definitely had the Eagles, definitely had the the Seahawks. I love what the Eagles did because not every team could take that chance on Jalen Carter. The Bears, who were, you know, they're not set up to take a guy like Jalen Carter. The Eagles are. You have Fletcher Cox. You have Brandon Graham, the veterans that are around there to help show him the way. You have teammates from... You know, Jordan Davis picked last year. Nicobe right. Dean picked last year. Nolan Smith now with him in the picked in the first round. So that made all the sense in the world. My other really favorite draft was the Arizona Cardinals. You're not winning this year. You gave up three Agreed. to go to 12, and then you move back up to six to get your offensive tackle, your left tackle in Paris Johnson Jr. You basically gave up 334, 105, 168 for six. 33, 81, a 24 first and third. So, I mean, oh, they you, killed it. I mean, that, it. that sets you up for the future, and they did well with those picks, I thought. And then you have the future picks that, like I said, 
they could be picking first overall next year no because Kyler's not going to be playing. And then you and could have, do, like six, if they do, Kyler Murray's playing, and they'll go trade him for a, a first-round oh, yeah. pick somewhere else. They yep, will. Exactly. Somebody will want him. And then they'll get Caleb. There is. I, I left them out maybe because I don't trust the quarterback and I shouldn't put him in right, that yeah. category yet. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And the, but you're talking on the, on the urgent, they'll still struggle. Matter of fact, they may finish yeah. it. They're one of the bottom three teams. But a new GM pops in the building. Jonathan Gannon, you're in the transition period, so you need to hit hard because people are sitting there kind of side-eyeing you after what's going mm-hmm. on in Arizona, right? Cliff's gone and Kyler, all that stuff. And you jump in and have a really good draft, and you've positioned yourself, and you did it smartly money-wise too. Yep. So, yeah, I I, 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 I got to I gotta put the, oh, it's Arizona doing it again. There's new, It's a new regime and not get caught up into – their past as opposed to what they did in the present. It's a great call by you. Yeah. Yeah. So I just, I love their future at least. I mean, they could end up with, you know, if Houston struggles or CJ Stroud gets injured, you could be looking at two top five picks next year. Hey, that is, listen, you could make a lot of money on a futures bet because that could easily come to fruition. Say easily. Because they got a new staff too. As good as D'Amico can be, you're now now the learning curve again by a new system on both sides. So it isn't going to be easy. You, and, and Arizona's begging for that to happen. Yeah, they don't yeah, want their right. team to get their ass kicked, but they'll take it to get the dude that's playing at Southern Cal. And if they can hope that the Texans are the fourth worst team, then you may be able to use some of those assets and get up to get Marvin Harrison. Jr., exactly. Right? That exactly. type of thing. So I get it 100%. And then, uh, you know, just I thought a rough first round Lions. Don't take a running back and a linebacker. Don't don't do it. Dude, I thought what they were going to go get a corner. Doing? They needed. I thought it would be defense till the cows come home, right? And this is a team that can score from the parking lot. Yeah. They can freaking score from the parking yeah. lot. Yet you and I can score from the parking lot on them. Yeah, that's a problem too, right? I just and now we see in the in the past few days, linebacker. I don't know why you took Jack Campbell at what I think it was twenty or nineteen. Whenever they took him, we've seen three linebackers from a few years ago. None of them got their first round picks or their first, their options picked pick up. up their options. Isaiah yeah. Isaiah Simmons, who everybody loved coming out of Clemson, uh, I liked him too. Sex yeah. because his versatility, right? But and he well, didn't in Arizona, have a position didn't. and that was a exactly. problem, right? Uh, Jordan Brooks from Seattle, and then Patrick Queen, who started every game and played well in Baltimore. They didn't pick it up. It, and he's a monster. Take, yeah, you don't take linebackers in the first round. The value, it, the linebacker position is becoming the running back on the defense. Well, that's what it's becoming. We devalued it, say, especially in t- inside guys. Yeah, and, and if you're the outside Lions linebacker, but we consider you an edge rusher, like in a three-four D, then okay. Yep. And you know what I'm saying? I, I, I get it, but you're exactly right. It is hard. We don't treat the Urlachers and Mike Singletary's that group. Like, no, and, you know, it's... we we don't. We we're not looking for that guy in the first five picks anymore. First ten picks, you just not. Right. And uh, it's or in the first round, like you said, you can find you find studs everywhere. So. We'll see how that one works out because they are probably the favorite going in this year in the division. Mm-hmm. Detroit, I don't know if that's the case now. Yeah, I mean, I think you almost have to just put them as the favorite. I don't because the rest gonna... of the teams in the division, right? Yeah, right. I mean, the Bears are on the upswing. I don't know that they're playoff caliber yet. The Vikings, I think, are in a in for a rude awakening this season. And the fair. Packers have Jordan Love, who we have no idea about. That's exactly right. So that division I'm, I'm will be with fascinating. They're, but by by be default, bad. they're the first team because, and they'll score a lot. Yeah. The question is, can they stop Minnesota from scoring? 
because they right. got another weapon on offense. Can you stop if if Jordan Love is who they think he is, and they're going to score at some point in time? You're going to have to get off the field so your offense can actually grab a, mm-hmm. a, a breath, and they don't have to right. have the pressure of scoring forty. The Vikings went through the same thing last year. Yep. The pressure to score 35 and 40 on a regular basis so you don't win. And when you get to the playoffs, you ain't scoring 40 on a regular basis. It doesn't exist that way against the Philadelphias and the 49ers. That's not going to happen. Yeah, it's going to be fun. We're still months away from the NFL. So next time we do a show, we'll talk baseball finally. We'll get into the NBA playoffs and what's been going on. And Draymond does dumb things all the time. Um, and then NHL playoffs will be can't wait, brother. Rolling as well, but that that'll be it. Thanks to Love Bet it. Online, thanks to Believe, and uh, we'll have some fun stuff coming in the future as well. Keep an eye out for. So we will uh, talk to you guys next time. Thanks, brother. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.